Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we are going to talk about Futurama and uh, social commentary and satire in science fiction in general. Because uh, we got a question about it. If you're not familiar with this show, it began in the late 90s and it ran for quite some time off and on. Um, it's being rebooted now. The general premise of the show is that a person was frozen in the year 2000 and they awoke in the year 3000 and things just kind of go from there. Here's the question. You've referenced Futurama in videos. I thought it was weird because it's crude and definitely not PC. They're rebooting the series. Are you worried about it being clumsily injected with social commentary? It would kill the show. The entire show is social commentary. Um, it's satirical. It's over the top at times. It's very, very, very blunt. Um, it's very clumsy. It's not hard to see. Sometimes people aren't picking up on the satirical aspects of it. Just as a general guide, if it's science fiction, it, it contains social commentary of some kind. It, it's just a thing. In... Futurama, it is incredibly overt. It is right up there. It is thematic to the episodes. So what we're going to do is go through the first season real quick. And then we'll hit some of the other themes that they talk about throughout the series. Now, the first three episodes of the show in season one are just world building. It's setting it up. It's Rick and Morty from the 90s. And I know Rick and Morty people are going to be mad about that. That's fine. But if you really think about it, you have the less than intelligent character being guided through the new futuristic world by a less than ideal set of guides. It's the same show. It's the same plot device. Okay. So the world building episodes, the first three, there's social commentary in them, but they're not thematic to the episode itself. Okay. Season one, episode four, Zap Brannigan is introduced. Who is Zap Brannigan? Trump, somebody who tries to portray themselves as an alpha male that clearly isn't, and everybody knows he isn't, except for those people who have bought into their, uh, bought into the image, the self-manufactured image. And then when people come in contact with him, they realize that's not who he is. That alpha male thing is a facade. It's a myth, just like the the whole alpha male thing to begin with. Episode 5 is about a world where there are fear-mongering politicians using a scapegoated outsider to control their populace. That's literally the point of the episode. Episode 6, an oil tycoon attempting to stop a new source and going to great lengths to do so. Episode 7, tradition leads to incompetent leaders. Episode 8 um, is basically an episode just trashing, pardon the pun, our current society when it comes to consumerism and the amount of waste that we have and all of that stuff. Episode 9, a robot bender finds religion after having a substance issue because religion is the opiate of the masses. This is the show. On top of this, you have commentary on 
food, uh, the food chain and veganism. You have a non-binary character who switches everybody's gender. There is constant commentary about sexism. I would note the most capable character in the entire show is a woman who is also part of the permanent underclass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There is a permanent underclass, and it is literally clumsily injected as being below them in the sewers. The, the, the society of mutants that keeps everything running and gets no credit. But don't worry, those rich folk, they have set up the United Mutant College Fund. It is very clumsy. It is way over the top. It's satire. It's supposed to be. There are multiple episodes about climate change, colony collapse. There's an entire episode about desecrating the, fa- the flag and how that's okay. Um, there's commentary on government stimulus checks. There's commentary on cancel culture, social media, polyamorous relationships, gay marriage, evolution, cross-species dressers, transhumanism, native cultures being exploited. These are all things that are integral to that universe. Yeah, I'll go ahead and say the line. Futurama was always woke. It's satire. Um, It is crude. It's not... It isn't uh, soft. And part of the thing, part of the issue with this is that a lot of the framing around being woke is that it has to be very sensitive. It doesn't have to be. I mean, you you, you can hit the subject over the head with a hammer in some cases, which is what Futurama does. Um, no, I'm, I'm not worried about it. I think they'll handle it very well. I, um, and given the fact that I've already seen some of the new episode titles, one of which is, uh, let's see, uh, Rage Against the Vaccine, and one is Zap Gets Canceled, I would imagine, yeah, there's going to be some social commentary in it, as has always been. If uh, you want a Futurama without social commentary... You're going to have to build your own Futurama with Blackjack, and it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.